Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're so glad to have you listening. I'm Lynette Kittle, and today's topic is Distinguishing Holy Spirit Conviction from Enemy Accusation. We'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsor. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Distinguishing Holy Spirit Conviction from Enemy Accusation Written and read by Lynette Kittle The Holy Spirit also testifies to us about this. First he says, This is the covenant I will make with them after that time. Says the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Hebrews 10, 15, 16 For anyone who has ever felt guilty for something, how do we know if it's the enemy of our souls pointing fingers at us or if it's God convicting us of sin? How can we tell the difference between the two? Many a person has attended church hearing the pastor's words from the pulpit, thinking he is speaking directly to them, somehow knowing what they've been hiding or secretly dealing with sin in their heart and mind. If it comes from the pulpit, it's easy to believe it's God pointing his finger at us. But at times, even the enemy sometimes shows up in church, seated in the pew behind us, poking his finger in our backs. In 1 Corinthians 4.21, the Apostle Paul describes ways conviction may come. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with a rod of discipline, or shall I come in love and with a gentle spirit? So how can we discern the difference between the Holy Spirit convicting us of sin and the enemy accusing us? Scripture tells us the devil accuses us 24-7. So when it's non-stop, accusing, pointing finger at us, it's most likely him and not God. Revelation 12-10 describes a conversation in heaven and the fate of our accuser. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters, who accuses them before our God day and night, has been hurled down. So what about those worries and fears that wake us up in the middle of the night and early morning hours, causing clenched teeth, 
a knot in the stomach, and a racing heart, is that God? Or is it the enemy who works through words of fear, regret, panic, and more? The more we read and study God's word, the easier it becomes for us to distinguish God's voice from the enemy of our soul's voice. By reading the Bible, we become familiar with how God speaks to us. Like Jesus describes in John 10:27, My sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow me. Yes, the Holy Spirit does convict us of sin, but not in the intimidating methods of the devil. John 16.8 explains the work of the Holy Spirit. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. His voice draws us to repentance, to turn away from sin. He calls us to experience godly sorrow rather than terrifying fear and panic. Like 2 Corinthians 7.10 describes, Godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret, but worldly sorrow brings death. The Holy Spirit's way isn't to rip us apart, but to teach, renew, and comfort us. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, Whatsoever I have said unto you. John fourteen twenty six. Intersecting Faith and Life When woken up startled in the middle of the night, filled with worry and distress, we can turn to God. We can ask Him to dispel the fear and replace it with His peace and comfort. Keeping in mind, when the dread of the night creeps in to disturb our sleep, it's most likely not God waking us up, but the enemy attacking us at our most unexpected and vulnerable moments. Further reading. A prayer for conviction from the Holy Spirit. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Do you ever hear sayings make their way through the culture and the church that seem nice in theory, but are actually theologically problematic? My name is Shara Donahue, and I'm the host of The Bible Never Said That, a podcast where we examine these popular sayings under the lens of biblical truth. We cover sayings like, God won't give you more than you can handle, time heals all wounds, and follow your heart. We also spend time exploring how people use Bible verses out of context. If you want to grow in discernment and truth, join us and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.